Hey guys, welcome to the All Jacked Up podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jenkins, and I am all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Everything we talk about on this podcast is going to come from a place of us being all jacked up about Jesus. But more importantly, everyone on this podcast, whether it's me, your host, or someone we're interviewing, we're all jacked up and need Jesus. So if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. You in the right place, sisters and brothers. I got a little funky, a little funky right there. Man, hey, hey. I hope you guys are all doing well. Man, has the weather been great this week or what? I don't know where you live. I don't know what kind of weather you're having. But right now, we are nearing the end of September in the southeast and woo, nice and cool in the mornings and evenings and warm during the day. Yeah, yeah, that's what we got going on. I could do this all the time. I mean, just this weather, oh my gosh, it's perfect, perfect. Not too cold, just a little bit chilly. It's good. Um, yeah, you know what? I just realized <laughs> I just pulled an old person thing like that just happened. H- how about like I just felt the need to talk about the weather. How about that? Like why why do we do that? I actually do that in the mornings when I am walking the pups on their morning walk. Like when I pass someone else walking or somebody else walking their dogs, we exchange pleasantries about the weather. That like this is my real life, y'all. My real life. Man, I feel like only old people do that. Like, and it's it's the same. Like, oh wow, oh nice morning today. Yeah. Anyway, not even worth talking about. My goodness, chasing chasing old squirrels at this point. Not even like chasing fun squirrels. Like just old squirrels. All right, let's talk. Let's stop. Stop talking about the weather. Um. Yeah, but. I will say this, it makes me think of getting older, and speaking of getting older, uh, I think I've told you guys this before, but I absolutely love and crack up at those progressive commercials. You know, the ones that have, it's an older guy and he's working with people so that they won't become like their parents too soon. I think his name is actually Dr. Rick, which is funny, Um, so that's my dad's name, but just funny, like, I just find those commercials, they're hilarious, like, I, they are so, they're so funny, I will just hoot and holler, and yeah, like, it is so funny, but, um, and honestly, I will say this, also at the same time, yes, they are ridiculously funny, but there's a part of me that feels a little bit exposed, (laughs) when I'm watching these commercials, so I'm laughing, and I'm going, oh my god, this is so funny, and ooh, ouch, I'm pretty sure they're talking about me at this point, yeah, so yeah, feeling a little bit exposed, so I don't know if you guys have seen the latest commercial, but this is the latest one I've seen anyway, it is, it's Dr. Rick, and again, I'm pretty sure that's his name, but he's standing in front of I guess his class of pupils, right? Um, it's all these people that are becoming their parents way too soon. Um, and so they're, they're all sitting down and they're in a semicircle and he has a dry erase board. And on this dry erase board, there is a sentence. He's written a sentence, but the sentence is in all caps. And so in this commercial, 
the the sentence actually reads, has anyone tried Pilates? But he screams, like he's reading the sentence to him, and he screams. And as he's screaming, has anyone tried Pilates? <laughs> he goes on to say, he was like, this is what it sounds like when you write in all caps. <laughs> I don't know why this one struck me so funny, Probably because I write in all caps, like that's naturally, that's how I write. I don't do cursive. I can write in cursive, but it is not well. I don't feel like it's, uh, it's, it's legible, but I write everything in all caps. And so, yeah, this commercial, it pretty much hit home. Um, but I, I feel like I live my life in all caps. Can I get an amen? Like, I, I do. That's just, I feel like I live, I write in all caps, I live in all caps. And if that's wrong, then I just don't want to be right. Yeah. So, anyway, check those commercials out. They are hilarious, especially if you are in your 40s um, and, and, like, me soon to be 50s. But I just, it's it tickles my funny bone. So, uh, it's good stuff. But, anyway, all right, enough of that. Let's get going with what God has laid on my heart for today. So I was at a breakfast meeting with a group of really successful business people. And uh, I, I know, I know, I know you're thinking, what are you doing there? I know. Well, the one thing we all had in common is that we all love Jesus. So once again, uh, Jesus got me in the door right by the skin of my teeth. No, but seriously, um, we started the meeting talking about managing people and how to do that well. Now, remember, these are all business people, but they're all business people that love Jesus. Uh, but we started the, the morning, we read a quote from Henry Ford. And after we read it, it, it really got me to thinking, but, it, but here's the quote. So this is again by Henry Ford. The quote goes, why do I always get the whole person when all I really wanted was a pair of hands? Mm. Now, it took a minute for that to kind of set in, but once it did, I got to be honest with you, I had to do some big time self-reflection and answer the question, is that how I manage people? Ooh, like, yeah, like I want to lead people well. And, and I want them to grow and I want them to see value in, in what they are doing. But if I'm really being honest, there are so many times that I think, oh my gosh, it'll just be easier for me if I do this myself. And when I am saying this, I'm basically saying, I don't trust anybody to do it as good as I would. Oh, like that just sounds bad. Like that, that sounds bad coming out of my mouth. Uh, that sounds like nobody I want to work for. Um, yeah, and honestly, I, I don't always think that because I think people will do it poorly. Like, sometimes it's just easier. It's easier for me to do it than explaining it. And yeah, in my head anyway, but to do it and to, to not have to sit there and, and really teach somebody how to do it, right? Um, yeah, and sometimes I just have something really specific in my head. And that means that I'm not allowing someone else to add their thoughts to the mix. And yes, sometimes it just means it's easier because I think I can do it better. So yes, all of those things. And as I said before, ah, that just feels gross coming out of my mouth. Um, so yeah, I think one of the best and I guess powerful questions I came across um, at the end of my coaching career 
it was, I was reading a book, and I can't even remember the name of the book at this time, uh, but I was reading a book, and it had one question in there, and I was like, oh my gosh, like that is brutal, but the question was, and this was speaking to coaches, it was, how does it feel to be coached by you? Like, and for me, it was like, hey, how does it feel to be coached by me? And when I originally asked myself that question, I got to be honest, like I, there was, I cringed. Like, yeah, it was a big time. Oh my gosh, it doesn't feel good to be coached by me. And I think now that I'm talking about this and kind of leaning into this a little bit as a leader, I think we can all ask ourselves the exact same question as a leader. How does it feel to be led by me? And I got to be honest with you right now, like I'm just at a place where I am, I'm stressed. Like I've got October is a huge month for me. I've got two big, really big events that, that Greenville FCA is putting on and I just, I feel a lot of pressure. And so I am just really stressed right now. And, um, I know that God's going to take care of it. I know that God doesn't need me. I know all of that in my head. But somehow, some way, like I still find ways to get stressed out because I'm thinking if I don't do it, then nobody's going to do it. Or if I don't do it uh, and somebody else is, maybe I can do it better. So yeah, all those, all those things. So I'm kind of wrestling with that question right now. How does it feel to be led by me? And I don't like the answer I'm coming up with, just to be honest with you. I don't like the answer. When I get stressed out, my patience runs thin and I end up taking it out on the people that are doing the most for me. And so I don't want to be like that. And I'm really working on that. But it's just a, it's a struggle. I mean, just me being completely transparent. It is a, a struggle right now. And it, it makes me think about all the leaders that have poured into me. And all I can say is, God bless them. Thank you for pouring into me. And God bless you. Um, and I've, I know that I was probably very difficult to lead and, you know, I've always been the type of person I've wanted to put my two cents in. And honestly, I got a lot of stuff wrong, but that was also some of the biggest growth phases that I experienced. I was given the freedom to do, to do whatever the task was, how I thought it would work best. And sometimes it did and sometimes it didn't, but either way, I was given the ability to lead it out. And this this whole conversation makes me think of how Jesus led those that were closest to him. Now, I can't ever imagine Jesus saying what Henry Ford said. I can't ever imagine Jesus looking at anybody and going, why do I always get the whole person when all I really wanted was a pair of hands? Yeah, like I, that, that would have never, I don't even think that that thought would have crossed his mind. Jesus lived in a way that was just the opposite. He wanted the whole person, not just what they brought to the table or what they could do. And really, if there was anyone that could think, I can do it better than they can, it was Jesus, right? And if anybody could have done it better than anybody else, it was Jesus, fully God, fully man. So, All of this, it has made me think of a passage in Luke in chapter 9 in verses 10 through 17. We kind of see that situation. Let's kind of lay the backdrop of it. Um, 
but it was a situation where I think Jesus is teaching his disciples how to lead. And I think he's really kind of putting some, I don't want to say pressure on them, but he's kind of giving the ball to them, so to speak, and saying, hey, run with it. You know, like, I want you guys to get used to doing this. I'm always here, and you're you're going to run in, in in the power of of the Holy Spirit, but I'm always going to be here, but I want you to, I want you to get used to taking the ball and running with it. Now, um, in here, in, in Luke chapter nine, verses 10 through 17, it, it, when you read it, it looks like the disciples have had a, a really long day. It says they came to Jesus and they were telling him about all the things that they had done. And Jesus is actually trying to withdraw with them. And I assume to spend some time with just them and, and really just kind of leaning into them. But the text says that the crowds found out where they were going and they followed them. So now Jesus, who it looks like everybody's had a long day, he's trying to, you know, kind of get alone with his disciples and lean into that. But now Jesus is speaking to this crowd about the kingdom of heaven. And it also says that he heals those that needed healing. It says that the crowd was about 5,000 people, but we know that it was more than that because that number just reflected the men. It did not count the women and children that were there. So we could probably easily say it was probably close to 10,000, but um, it, let's just stick with 5,000 right now because that's what the Bible says. Um, so after a full day of preaching and healing, the disciples, they they came to Jesus and basically, you know, they say, hey, we need you to send them away so that they can find food and housing since we're basically out in the middle of nowhere and it's getting late. So verse 13 is one of my favorite verses ever. And it is a reminder that Jesus, yes, he said it to his disciples, but I think that he is also saying it to us. And specifically, I think he's saying it to me. But let's go, let's let's dig into verse 13. So in verse 13, Jesus says, you give them something to eat emphasis mine, but you give them something to eat. Jesus looks at his boys and after they have asked him, like, hey, Jesus, send everybody home so that they can get something to eat because we're in the middle of nowhere. We don't have anything. People need to eat. They're hungry and people need to find a place to, to stay for the night. No, 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 no. That's not what Jesus says. Jesus looks at them and basically like, hey, I'm not going to send them home. Like, you think that they want something to eat. You feed them. Yeah. Jesus didn't need to use the disciples to feed that crowd, but he did. Jesus could have taken care of everything before they even realized that there was a problem, but he didn't. Jesus gave the disciples a task that he could have done alone, and he could have done it really well and done it easily, and done it better than any of the disciples, for that matter. All of them combined could have just blown it out of the water, So, but he didn't do that. Now, if you keep reading, you will see that Jesus actually did play a role in feeding that group, but his role was to break the bread and give the blessing, and the disciples were the ones that distributed everything, and they actually did feed the crowd. Now, my question to you all this week is, are you feeding everyone all by yourself, or are you teaching others how to feed people. Like, I, yeah. Yeah, for me, I want to lead others in a way that teaches them how to feed others, but honestly, I have to give them the freedom to mess up 
and maybe do it differently than me. And most importantly, I got to give them the freedom to make it their own. Like, oh, there's so much wrapped up in this. Like we could go on and on and on, but at the end of the day, we are called to be disciples that make disciples, but that will not happen if we are the only ones feeding the crowd. Like, holy cow. Like, I don't know if this is punching you guys between the face, uh, between the face, between the eyes, in the face, punching you in the face, but this one punched me hard. Maybe it's just this season that I'm in right now, and I am feeling like I'm doing a lot, um, sometimes maybe too much, and I, I probably need to do a better job of giving something away and saying, hey, put your mark on it and, and do do the best you can. And if you mess up, then you mess up. Like, that's okay. Like, let's figure it out. But I don't want to always be that person that is looking at people going, why do I get the whole person when all I really needed was a pair of hands? I don't want to be that type of leader. I, I don't want to be that type of coworker. Um, I, I don't want to be that type of disciple. So, yeah, this one got me good. Got me good. Got me thinking a little bit. And uh, it's definitely going to challenge me because this is a very busy season for me. And so uh, it's just good. I am I'm learning how to, I mean, to be a good disciple, um, to, to one, you know, make sure that I am following where the Holy Spirit wants me to go and, and where the Holy Spirit doesn't want me to go. I hope that I've discipled someone else well enough so that when I'm not there, when I'm not present, ministry is still happening. That's the kind of, that's the, that's the kind of leader I want to be. That's the kind of disciple uh, I want to be. And I want to make disciples like that. So I got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I got a lot of work to do on me. Like I'm not talking about for, like I got a lot of work to do on me and in my heart. So it was, um, this was super challenging for me. So I hope this was helpful for you. And I hope it challenges you to be a better leader in whatever facet God has put you in a leadership position in. Um, so yeah, yeah, let's all, let's all be a little bit better, right? So I hope this has been uh, productive and good. I pray that you guys have a great day. Um, and man, here is to spending the rest of the week. Oh, Jacked up!